Now back to The Drive with Aaron Davis and Chris Raff on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, everybody. We're back again. This is The Drive on 93.7 The Ticket. Ryan J. I say we get the shirts. Yeah. Raff Nation, Raff for President, Raff for Cigar Nation. Yeah. And then maybe on the back, the Mount Rushmore, Devaney, Raff, and Osborne. <laughs> That's horrible that you're doubling oh, You're tripling down. We were, we were wrong about Aaron Davis. How could we be incorrect about this guy? He is not drinking a mimosa. It's a cup of coffee that was so hot it about burned a hole in his esophagus, he said. Oh, Lord. Ouch. But if that's the case, if you would have burnt a hole in your esophagus, you probably wouldn't have been able to speak, and you would have been able to be here tomorrow for the show. Yeah, not being able to speak here either. Yeah. Okay, I like this one. This text is a good one from Chase B. He apologizes for texting about stars all the time, but that's okay. We're good with that. Text stars, big Mason Marcellus guy. So, but this is cool. Well, you know. know, This is really cool. It is cool. But here's the thing. You always talk about Mason Marcellus, yeah. But why don't you ever talk about Cameron Whitehead? Because I've been told that I cannot talk about goaltending because it jinxes okay. him. Okay, but I, I know want, I, I've been watching what he's been I, doing. I feel like I feel like oh, it's, it's a little bit unfair. The drive, no, the drive karma is there. But I, I've been okay. talking. Like, goaltenders are like pitchers; you can't talk about them okay. because they. So I don't talk. I, 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 I've. I've held up to Chase, and I said, Chase, talking. I will not talk about goaltending, okay. and it's worked out. Okay. So this is really cool. The Stars yesterday drafted Samuel Klein from Lincoln, who is the son of Stars legend and Clark Cup champion Chad Klein. Okay, Chase, I'm going to do you one better. Chad Klein, the first ever Lincoln Stars hockey player that I ever met here in Lincoln. Really? He His host family was my one of my friends. I can't remember how it, how it linked up. i not sure. I'm sure she's not listening now because I don't know if it's her family or not. But I knew the family. I met him. So I've known Chad now for ooh, 25 years. Good Lord. Wow. I'm old. Huh. How old were you? No. <laughs> 25 years ago? Yeah, um, negative three. Negative three. Yeah, so, so yeah, I've known, I've known Chan Cl- Chad Klein forever. So congratulations to Samuel. That's awesome, keeping it in the family. It was weird because when I walked into the icebox, oh, was it a couple weeks ago, I was – Harking back the memories of Chad Klein rolling around the old ice rink. So that's cool. So that's cool that I, I always wondered if he had a kid and if he did, you know, growing up in Nebraska, if he'd be a big hockey player. And yeah. sure enough, stars it is. Yep, stars select him. So, um, oh, Nebraska baseball. Yes. Good Lord. Yeah. So disappointing game. Uh, I actually made my way out there last night and I made a joke on Twitter that quickly became not a joke. <laughs> Uh, at the beginning of the game, I posted a picture. I was like, man, the only thing that would make this night better is a cold Coors Light. And I was channeling to my inner Tim Miles. And then within a blink of an eye, all it was, it was 3-0 to zero with nobody out. North Dakota State had a lead. And I was like, all right, now I'm not kidding. Like, this is, Where's the Coors Light? Yeah, I, because it was a beautiful night for baseball. Uh, you, spent, a, you spent you spent you spent a lot a lot of time out there last was, night. It was a great crowd on hand for for a Wednesday night six oh five first pitch. It was a great crowd. Oh, the weather was perfect. Perfect weather. Um, one of the first few days that we haven't had forty mile an hour winds. True. You know when it's been a nice day, and so I think I think honestly, like what what was such a big issue, like unfortunately. Like, North Dakota State had really good plate approaches. And so I think 
one thing that we always maybe talk about is what did Nebraska do wrong? One thing North Dakota State did really well last night. They had really good opposite field approaches. They, I mean, they hit that home run in the first and three-run home run yeah. that was to opposite field. Now, the wind, the, the slight wind was, I think, blowing out to right a little bit. But there was, I mean, so that, that probably helped the baseball a little bit. But you looked at the two sacrifice flies, and it was one to right center and one to right field. Then it's it's one of those things where um, it, it wasn't even like walks rares. North Dakota State, no. I just think, had really good plate approaches in that first inning off of off of Kyle Perry. Then another good performance from Drew Christo in the midweek, which is what we like to see. Um, and then with, with Nebraska, I mean, Will Bolt said it perfectly well after the game. You had four home runs or whatever the number was, but – a lot of individual at bats, a lot of individualistic at bats, and um, to answer to answer the question of how hot should Will Bolt's season be or seat be, I, I think I think you keep him for one more year, but then that that conversation gets really really loud. Yeah, coming up at, at the next at the start of next year, which is, I mean, just so remarkable because you're talking about the three coaches. And one of those who have won a Big Ten title. Um, Mr. Childers? Yeah, well, no, I'm saying just Will Bolt. Oh, Will Bolt. And Will Childers, Bolt's he won some at Texas A&M. Yes, yeah, I, I, I tell you, he won a conference title at Texas A&M. But I'm saying a Big Ten title. Now, granted, it was the COVID year, so there was no yeah. there was no tournament. So you just won the basically the regular yeah. season championship. But still, it still counts. I just, I just, I, I'm just I, to the point now, it's like, I understand it's midweek, so you're not, you're not starting your, your best pitchers. Yeah, and but losing to these teams that are rated like in the two hundreds and lower, it's like I understand it if it happens, you know, every once in a while. Like I mean, even LSU's been you know they've lost to like the nickel state of the world. I think even Arkansas dropped yeah. one, but it's like continuously dropping those games. It's just like it's like if we're not really, I don't know. It's like what are if we're not, yeah, you. I guess if you're not going out there to win every single game, and and I don't know what. Well, no, I think they I mean, are. Yeah, they are going out to win, but I feel I, I, I'm not sure. It's 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 weird. It's confusing. Because it's, I guess. Yeah, it's it's confusing because it's like this. There's two different teams to this um, on this roster. I think when you look at Nebraska baseball over the last couple of years, the one year that they had the uh, the COVID year. It was a lot of, uh, or like the year after COVID, I guess it was, that they came back. They had a second-round pick in Spencer Schwellenbach, who was able to come in yeah. in the ninth inning, and he was throwing close to 100. Um, Shut-down guy. Then you ha- And second-round picks don't grow on trees, right? And then you have, you had, people might forget this part, because of COVID suspending the previous year, there was a lot of really, really old guys on that yeah. team. You had Joe Acker, you had Michael, or not Michael, uh, Logan Foster, you had Mojo Haggy, you had um, the, the first baseman who I, I, I'm blanking on the name, uh, who was uh, who was hitting bombs. Luke Roscom was on that team. You had, like I said, Spencer Schwellenbach. And so you had this weird mix. And Griffin Everett was younger at that time, who was still catching behind the plate. Um, you had this team that was real experienced, yeah. That knew kind of how to how to answer and how to play in these midweek games. Now, then the following year, you are super young and you have all these guys that have to take on new roles, new leadership roles. Correct. Not really n- sure of how to how to approach that. 
and then now you have this year where it's I have no clue what's going on because you you don't have a very reliable guy out of the bullpen or, or I should say in your pitching rotation and then you also are have two top six round picks on your team in, in Bryce Matthews and Max Anderson. Yeah. Both those guys are going to get drafted high yeah. and they will not be here next year. Correct. Yeah, I I man, and that's it, what worries me about next year is cuz yeah. cuz when you have two in the Big 10 conference, in the Big 10 conference, that is. In the SEC that's normal. In the SEC completely normal. But in the Big Ten Conference, when a team has two top five, six, seven round picks on their team, yeah. and you're unable to turn that into close to a 40-win season, yeah. and and now we're talking about you have to win the Big Ten Tournament to get a bid to the NCAA Regional, yeah. that's, that's that's not tough. necessarily where you want to be yeah. and in, then, in year four. And then, two, it's like even last night, what, they gave up, what, the six runs in what, the first two innings or first three innings? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like they played they played decent baseball after that. It's just it's just I just think winning is winning is one of those things that you you just can't turn it off and turn it on. Yeah. And that's what it sometimes I feel like the midweek game is like, well, turn off game. If we win, great. If not, you know, it's not the end of days because it's not a conference game and we're not pitching our we're not pitching our top our top pitchers. But still on the other hand, it's like I just feel like you know we just we give away these games because I I feel like Nebraska is a much better team than them. But well, and the reason and like Kent said this, gentlemen, let's start firing baseball coaches just like we have football. How has that worked out? What I would say, Kent, also is the reason that we're even having this conversation is because Nebraska is one of the most uh, the the biggest programs that prioritizes baseball in a in a non-baseball conference yeah i mean nebraska maryland indiana and michigan all prioritize baseball and when you look at the standings those teams are usually near the top yeah. well now this is now two years in a row where nebraska isn't necessarily near the top and hasn't been able to take care of business consistently yeah. on the weekend or in the midweek. I just hope I think Nebraska, it, just going off my head here, I, I don't quote me on this, I believe Nebraska's 4-4 four and four against the Summit League this year because they faced Omaha a couple times, they faced South Dakota State a couple times, and they faced North Dakota State a couple times. So I, I want to say they're 4-4 four and four against the Summit League, which means they are 4-4 four and four against RPIs lower than about 170. Yeah. And that does not help you. No. That does not help you one bit. In a, a spot, and I don't. Where you need all the. And I don't get. want to fire any coaches. I no, no, no. I, no, no. I love yeah. Will. I love Will Bold as a baseball coach. He's one of those that that I always feel that he's kind of. I wouldn't say trained, but he's learned from Dave Van Horn. Yeah, I look at his Dave Van Horn as one of the top baseball coaches in baseball, and he's he's learned that way of baseball. I like that way of baseball. I want him to succeed, but on the other hand, it's like. Are we are we spinning our wheels in the mud? You know, is this going? Are we yeah. going? Are we going to get out of the mud? That's that's the key thing. I hope that it. I hope that it does, and I I hope that there is the that plan in place. But like you said, we're going to lose two top guys next year. So where's where's that going to put us? You know, well, and, like, like I worry. This is such a term. This is a term that gets so so thrown around just willingly. I I'm wondering like where development is at right now. Um, with with pitching staff and, and things like that, I I because I truly don't know the answer to it. What does the development below Bryce Matthews and Max Anderson look like? Does right, because unfortunately, like Bryce Matthews still 
is one of the is one of the guys on the team that makes the most errors. Now, now it gets overshadowed by his seventeen official, eighteen unofficial home runs. Yeah, but you know w- what kind of defensive glove does he have? And Max Anderson obviously yeah. is is a really good all around ball player. But other than that, it's like where where is consistency coming from? And in baseball where you can play a great game. You can play a game that you allow two hits and you have zero errors yeah. and y- you were you were the best version of yourself that you could be that night yep. and play consistent baseball. But the other team has three hits and one of those hits was a home run, you lose the game 1-0. Yep. You walk away going, "Well, we we did our best. Like that we just you know, we can't that just happens. That's yeah. baseball." But what is- now now we're talking like this is consistently things that Nebraska is doing to allow them to lose ball games. They're not. They're not consistently. If they were sitting there, like I said, Raf. If they were sitting there and last night they lose a, a two to one ball game and it, it goes out on a on a on a a two run home run in the bottom of the seventh, yeah. you're sitting there going, okay, listen, they they got you. They were better than you on one pitch, but yep. the other 153 pitches that were thrown last night, Nebraska was the better team. You sit yep. there and go, all right, you just chalk that up to baseball being baseball. Yeah. But this is from right out from the gate, poor poor plate approaches and or you know ABO approaches and yep. it's just disappointing. What um what is what is Rob Childress's position on what is his? Do you know what his official? I want to say is? director of player development. So does he does he get to work with like the team? So he gets to practice with them or yeah. be with them? okay. So I've always wondered that because. I mean, back in his day, I mean, he was a heck of a pitching coach for Nebraska. Yeah. So I, I, that's why I've, I guess I've waited the last couple of years waiting on like some of that magic to, you know, sp- spread a little bit. But I know they faced a lot of injuries, you know, especially last year. So I don't know. Hopefully can, they can get it turned around and something. Director of player development. Director of player development. Uh, well, so somebody says this uh, on the text line. I don't even text her. Huskers are in the Arctic Circle for baseball. How do you expect development when they can't spend the time needed outside? I would say. And I get that. I get it. But, but look at Maryland. Oregon State. Yeah, Oregon State's another good one. I, well, I would also then argue that um, Nebraska probably needs more uh, better facilities. And I, and Will Bolt's talked about that, whether it be on camera, off camera. Yeah. Uh, there's been. There's been discussions of better facilities for baseball, but frankly, you got to win. You got to win to yeah. get facilities. And I think once again, also with now, it's going to sound weird. They spent time at Dead Hartog this this spring. Yeah, we, we, that was where I got to see their first practice. Yeah, we started putting new turf in. Weren't yeah, they? They, they there's new turf at Dead Hartog, and that's obviously a field. And so that's but then once again, unnamed texture. That's why it's more important for Nebraska to heavy or load up the front end of their schedule. You might lose 12 games, but at the end of the day, when when in baseball, RPI is the only thing that matter matters, you got to load up that front half. So that way, even if you do lose, you're sitting there in mid-March, or I should, I should say mid-April, going, okay, Nebraska, Nebraska, like they're sitting here going, there's there's still a chance for them to get an at large bid because yep. also you talk about development. I, I got an idea. What's a better way to develop than facing the guy that's going to be pitching to you in the major leagues if you get there? Yep. I got an idea for for better facilities. Allow beer, oh, man. and then take a percentage, and then you put that in to your practice facility. I, Boom. I, Problem solved. From from a realistic standpoint, like they they need to have beer. Yeah. 
like it, so I I we left the game. We were like, man, we wish we would wouldn't have. Well, you made we you made it to the left. top of the second. I'm proud of you. Well, we left. Yeah, exactly. But we <laughs> left. We we're like, man, we would stay if there if we could get a beer. Yeah. If we get a beer, I paid seven dollars for a brat. Oh, PPB. The PPB was out. In full oh force boy! Let me tell you, the PPB oh, was out. Oh boy! Force. All right, we're gonna send it to break. This is the drive. Nine three point seven. The ticket.